Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. tuning in and welcome to barbecue radio nation i'm dave caius with our executive producer t-bone and our in-house barbecue expert my co-host dan doc hathaway our resident barbecue doctor very excited uh, returning guest tuffy stone you know tuffy dan everybody knows Tuffy. everybody knows tuffy come on now (laughs) (laughs) the guy at the convenience store knows tuffy if you say barbecue and you talk barbecue personalities Tuffy's the first one you think of. There you go. I was walking through a Walmart one time, just minding my own business, getting some stuff from Walmart, and I heard this voice from above <laughs> in the speakers and the rafters of the Walmart. And it was Tuffy talking about some brand of pork that he was promoting. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. I know that voice. And it was Tuffy. That's so funny. He's He's got a great, I love, I, you know me, I'm always talking about how I love barbecue team names. Cool Smoke is the team name. And check him out at TuffyStone.com. He's also an author. So you can check out his book there, TuffyStone.com. We'll be talking to him in our second and third segments. Talking to Dan a little bit about appetizers. I thought a little summer fun. We'd be talking about different Can we just talk of- about corn? Yeah, okay. I'm okay with that. Trust me. <laughs> That's usually where my appetizers go anyways. My, just. my buddy was down in Texas and he went to a barbecue restaurant. I, I don't, uh, Hard Eight? Does that sound familiar? Yeah, I, I believe that's a chain. Well, there were like four or five of them down in the Dallas. I mean, Dallas is so Well, that big. would be considered a chain. Yeah, though, that's it? true. But I mean, it wasn't like a national chain. Sure, make fun of the host. And, I'm, just, I'm just saying. And so, but they had a picture of the menu and I go, didn't you get the corn on the cob? Because they had the corn on the cob on the grill. Right. I just, that's maybe my favorite way. Look at beans. Beans. Boring. Boring. Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> anyway, so uh, about two weeks ago it was on thursday august 12th i believe was the date exact date i believe so wow um on fox they had the major league baseball at field of dreams presented by geico in dyersville iowa which is way out east of iowa and in, so it's Le- in iowa but it's, it's yeah it's and east. It's, and if you don't have a GPS, and if lost. you're like me, and my <laughs> GPS quit working in Branson last weekend, uh, but you have to get there. But what, what, was that at the field that they built for the movie? Yes, at the Field of Dreams. So they're right. Hold on. Good question, if T-Bone. You build it, they Good will question. <laughs> In fact, we should have you do a question segment later on. But anyway, so the Field of Dreams, but what they did was they left the Field of Dreams there, but they built a major league stadium with about 9,000 people to do the game and they had like these fences but then you could see through the fences and it was right to the corn Mm -hmm. so if they hit a home run it went into the corn (laughs) I know growing up playing I played a lot of baseball growing up and I did all the way into my mid-20s and that's like your dream is to hit it into the, it's into the to corn. Play, it's just to play at that field and to, and to you know hit a bomb out into right. the corn. Yeah. Well, so the game itself was incredible. I forgot to tape it, but I got home, watched about the last three innings, mm-hmm. and it was the Yankees and the White Sox. The Yankees, top of the ninth, were down by one, hit a two-run dinger into the corn, up by one. Bottom of the ninth, and it was mostly White Sox fans there because that's closer to Chicago. Right. 
and their guy hit a two-run home run for a walk-off. It was it was an incredible game. In the beginning, I know this is, and I excuse the term corny, but it was corny, but Kevin Costner comes out from the from the corn. Why wouldn't he? And then the players start yeah. coming out, just like in the movie. I mean, that... <laughs> okay, I know. When, when I was in college, we watched that movie... Pretty much every it's single a day. Tremendous that baseball and movie. Bull Durham was yes. on was on our, our TV every Great single day. Baseball movie at the, at the baseball house. But yeah, they, I, I did see something funny about that though, and it was the best stat that I've ever heard. Was it was the Yankees are the only Major League Baseball team to ever lose a game in Iowa? <laughs> well, <laughs> and you know, being a Kansas City guy. I, that made me happy. The <laughs> that, fact that the White Sox won, you know. Uh, admittedly, yeah. that's the only Major League Baseball game ever played in Iowa. So yeah, Still that, lost. That's a statistic I had thought of. My whole point of this is, has to do with food, by the way. Corn? and uh, Not corn, oh. but our good friend, Guy Fietti. Ooh, I fancied good, that one up, good, didn't good you? Good enough, good enough. I, I've heard a lot of announcers call him Fieri, which I've been calling him all along. No, well, I mean, from, from Food Network. Good, but it, I mean, you got to roll the R, right? Oh, yeah, that's never <laughs> happening. But Guy Fieri, and this was all over the news. I don't know if you guys caught this, but I, I watch a lot of television. So he came up with a one-of-a-kind recipe that was an all-beef hot dog, apple pie filling, Fieri's signature bacon jam, enveloped in a flaky pie crust and topped with an apple mustard drizzle, apple pie spice, and some sugar. Okay, what t- time out. wrong with that, man? Okay, here, <laughs> time out. Here, here's the deal. You go to a baseball game, you don't need to fancy up a hot dog. Just serve good hot dogs, for God's sakes. Well, he was doing... Okay, this was also, and I'll give him a free plug. It was teamed up with Chevrolet. So it was... uh, What is it? Hot you can dog, eat, you can eat a regular hot dog in a Chevy hot truck. Hot dog, apple pie, and Chevrolet, and he just combined, he hybrid two of them. Well, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. You're right. Yeah. Correct. Thank you. Thank you, I mean, Tebow. I get it. It's, it's America's pastime. It is. It is. But honest to God, if you saw pictures of it, maybe go look it up, you two. Um, it looks good. It looks good. I would eat three. That man car. ain't right in the head. Well, <laughs> he's a chef. Come on. Give him a break. Can't wait to have him on the show. I can't wait to have him on man, the show. Man, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Oh, anytime. Call anytime. Him. Just be like, hey, man. Guy, you just you call, call T-Bone. Set it up. Thank you. We'll Does anybody f- have the neighbor, the number to Flavortown? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where he lives. I, I have the address, but the, I, I have no What's the area code to Flavortown? Do, does anybody know? <laughs> Time now for Ask Dr. Dan, our barbecue fix a man sponsored by our August barbecue sauce of the month, Jones's Barbecue Sweet and Tangy Sauce, the 15-ounce bottle. The Jones family has made their sauce from scratch daily for decades, and for the first time ever, you can now recreate the magic of Jones Barbecue in your home. Check them out at jonesbbqkc.com. And you can also get it at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us this week? Dear Dr. Dan, <laughs> this, this is great considering what we're going to be talking to Tuffy about. so condescending when he says it. <laughs> How many people are on a typical b- barbecue team and what are their roles? Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> from Mike, Micah Unruh in Dell City, Oklahoma. And it's a good thing we're running out of time. I'd be all over you. Okay. I like that one. So just to, just to make this short, this is how barbecue team usually starts. A couple guys drinking beer in their, in their, their <laughs> driveway. Man, we should go do a barbecue contest. It looks like fun on TV. So you're, there's usually about, they start out with about four. 
And then one of their wives gets mad and is like, yeah, you can't be gone all weekend long. And you come home and you smell like sweat and beer. And so then that, it whittles it down to three. <laughs> and then the third guy has a, his first kid and he's like, yeah, maybe this isn't going to work out. I'll try to come to the big one, but I just got, I can't make it to all the small ones. Then it's fine. And then there's two left. And it, it's like a, it's a battle. It's just a battle. We're going to see who, who can gain more control over the team. And then <laughs> finally, one of them is just like, oh yeah, well, I'm, I, my, my buddies decided they wanted to get our softball team back going. So yeah, I'm going to be out for the next couple months for barbecue contests. And then it just leaves the one man, the one man wolf pack competing on his own in the wilderness for barbecue glory. It can be done with one guy. Oh, I, I do yes. it with one guy yeah. all the time. Uh, but, well, but the correct answer is, how big do you want the party to be? Yeah, that's very true. And how much beer do I have to buy? You know, we've also talked to a lot of competitors who it's them and their wife. And that's that's you. That's usually the best, the best way to do it. At yeah. least for me, it is. That way they can uh, argue to the barbecue competition, argue, argue well, on the car you, ride home on the barbecue competition. If you talk to my wife, she will let you know that I don't know anything. <laughs> and so I just, you know, let her make the decisions. I'm just the, I'm just the worker. Well, thanks again for the question. And you're going to get our August barbecue sauce of the month. Jones barbecue sweet and tangy sauce. Open a bottle of Jones barbecue sweet and tangy barbecue sauce and pour it over ribs, chicken, pork, and enjoy. You can get it at Jones BBQ kc.com or at the kansas city bbq store.com we're gonna be talking about to tuffy stone another returning guest he's got his team speaking of barbecue teams called cool smoke and you can check him out at tuffystone.com that's tuffystone.com he'll be with us next right here on barbecue radio nation love food and when you love food you love finding new flavors to explore new techniques to try and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it old hickory pit smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant quality barbecue right in your own backyard old hickory pit smokers are made in the usa visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll free 800-223-9667 Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at BBQRadioNation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. 
The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kai is along with Dan Hathaway and our guest this week. Tuffy Stone, I should say, returning guest this week. He's got a great barbecue team, Cool Smoke, and you should check out his website, tuffystone.com. That's tuffystone.com. He's also an author. He's also been a judge on Barbecue Pitmasters for five seasons and a former Marine. Thank you for that. Tuffy Stone, welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. It's, uh, you know, August, hot, good time to stand in front of a smoker. <laughs> hey, I wanted to, speaking of standing in front of smokers, how long have you been doing competition barbecue? I started uh, competition barbecue in 2004, so however many years that is. <laughs> 2004. How many contests do you think have you are you up to about now? I don't know. You know, I, I think some of these guys now are doing more in three years and then, you know, it's like some of these guys are, you know, hitting the road and doing 40, 45 yeah. contests a year. I think the most I ever did in a year was 25. And I would probably say since 2013, I tend to get to about eight a year or so. So the, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's guys that go out and they cook every single weekend and I don't, I don't know how they do it. I mean, it, it just, it would just, completely destroy you <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's a lot of work yeah. but what you we, know i don't know i don't know if it's a sport or not but it's a lot of work i think when you get up to 40 it's got to be considered something i mean you just maybe you just have to buy better arch supports or something <laughs> i don't i don't know but with tuffy i don't know dave you you we've talked about tuffy quite a bit and but his winning percentage is probably better than anybody else that's ever cooked barbecue just because he'll go out and like you said, tough, you don't, you don't cook, but a, you know, a handful of contests a year. And I remember the year that you won the Royal and the Jack and you didn't cook hardly at all that year. How, how were you able to pull that off? You know, it's, uh, I, first of all, I've just been very blessed and, you know, uh, and, and, uh, stars were just right. <laughs> you know, uh, all the lucky charms were working. Um, <laughs> But you know, I don't know. We just we've been we've been really blessed and and done well at, at, at some of these big contests. And you know, I, get, I think part of it, and you know, Dave, because you know what I cook with. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I I don't change. You know, I, yeah. I, my my recipes have pretty much stayed the same for a really long time. So, from a process standpoint, you know, I guess because I kind of kept the same drill going for so long even when i don't do it that often it's something that i've been doing for so long that that i I fall it falls into place pretty easy that way but you know i don't know i had somebody tell me once that my recipes were uh getting out of date and you know and they probably are but every now and then they hit well they're not getting out of date i mean you know you know just as well as i do you follow a process you stick to it and you don't make any weird mistakes or you don't vary from it too much and you create consistency that and you can't that's just something you can't teach somebody you could you could give somebody all the recipes in the world but if they can't follow the 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 game plan to a t you might as well just be putting anything on it at that point 
You know, Taffy, um, I tell you what, why don't you send us about 10 or 20 pounds of meat and then we will we will judge you to see if you're out of date and, and we'll let you know. Uh, speaking of which, we are talking to Tuffy Stone uh, and be sure to check out his web- website, TuffyStone.com. Uh, Dan, well, let me ask you this, Tuffy, when you're competing um, and I assume you're doing the four main things, what do you think uh, of the four is your best one? You know, I, I mean, the one I always like to eat is chicken. Um, I don't know if that's my best one or not. I mean, I've, I've had success with chicken. Um, uh, brisket has been uh, a strong one for me. Um, and, you know, probably if you if you got to evaluate that results-wise, probably pork and brisket uh, have been the most successful. But the one I always want to eat is chicken. I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I really enjoy, you know, really good competition chicken. You know, because sometimes the competition brisket gets a little too sweet, you know. Uh, yeah. But, man, a, a nice, big, juicy chicken thigh you just bite into, and it's just, it, it's so packed full of flavor. You just, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. You know, I think that my favorite leftover one is uh, is taking the brisket flat and making slices and making a cold brisket sandwich with Duke's mayonnaise. <laughs> There's nothing better. White white bread and mayonnaise. Yes. <laughs> That's the ticket right put, there. Put a, put a piece of uh, romaine lettuce on it just no. so you go, look how healthy that is. No, you don't want to <laughs> ruin a good white bread brisket sandwich with lettuce? Come on now. <laughs> I know, but you got to you know tell your doctor, I had something sort of green today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Got to keep them happy. So, Tuffy, when it comes to your chicken, what do you think the the biggest secret, well, you don't have to tell your biggest secret, but what do you think the, the biggest key that some people miss on when they're doing chicken in the backyard? Well, I mean, I think one of the things that probably, I mean, everybody has probably can relate to having chicken uh, in the backyard where the, the meat wasn't cooked done and and the sauce was burned and what i like to teach people is is cook your meat to the doneness that you want it to and then sauce at the end and i think uh, a lot of times uh if you sauce your chicken and and the meat hadn't cooked to the doneness that you're looking for and you put that that barbecue sauce on there most barbecue sauces have sugar in them and and they're going to burn so i just i don't care what meat it is but cook your meat until it's the tenderness the doneness you're looking for and then sauce at the end so um, so especially barbecue sauces with sugar in them, you know, you don't want to get that sauce too hot. Oh yeah. That'll just, you know, it masks the flavor of the, of the meat. You know, uh, if you have a little bit of sauce that, that caramelizes a little bit too much and then, and then, you know, you kind you're cooking chicken. You want to taste chicken. You don't want to taste the sauce, right? Well, well I mean, I, that, one of the things that I teach about all the time is let the meat be the star. Yeah, mm. absolutely know, I right. want the, I want the, the smoke and the rub and the sauce to all be complimentary flavors to the meat itself, but I want you to be able to taste that chicken or that, you know, pork or, or ribs or brisket. So when it comes to, uh, when it comes to competing, when you get ready to go out on the road, what do you think is one of the most important things that you can pack in your, in your, uh, in your arsenal of tools for, uh, for doing a competition? Well, I don't know if it's any one tool, but you know, I, I started off in a French kitchen and, uh, and the French have a term mise en place, uh, which <laughs> translates into to put into place, to be organized, basically. And I always, you know, I, for me, I want to I want to depart when I'm heading to go to a contest with all of the things that that 
that I could potentially be capable of winning with. So I, I say it. I want to get. I want to get there with sharp knives, good wood, fresh rub, fresh sauce, a clean pit, and good meat. Um, and I think it's. I mean. Dan, you deal with this every day, you know, coaching and directing people on, on decisions on, on, on um, what grill to get, what smoker to get, what rubber sauce. And, um, and I think all of, I think there's probably, there's probably a hundred rubs and a hundred sauces that are capable of winning a barbecue contest, but you gotta, you gotta weave all those things in together. I think, you know, I, I guess one one answer to your question is just fresh rub, fresh sauce. Um, I was driving one time to a contest and I was probably hey, missing my son's. Tuffy, I'm going to interrupt you. Keep that story in mind. We're going to start the next segment with that. All right. Write it down. We're all old. We forget <laughs> things. But all we're right. going to come back with Tuffy Stone. Right. Check out his website, TuffyStone.com. He's got a great barbecue team. It's called Cool Smoke. He's also got a book. You want to check that out, too. Tuffy Stone is coming back next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. And we're talking on the phone today with Tuffy Stone. He's got a great barbecue team, Cool Smoke, that have won all kinds of awards, including the American Royal Barbecue. And you can check out their information, including purchase his book at TuffyStone.com. That's TuffyStone.com. Tuffy, in the last segment, did we hear chirping? Do you have birds that you live with? Yeah, well, I don't live with, but they're outside. I live beside them. Oh, uh, they're outside. <laughs> yeah, it's probably pretty I'm, nice I'm, out here. I'm, I'm, I'm on a screen porch right now. Oh man. Oh man. And, and yeah. let me let, let me guess: on a screen porch, having a cocktail or a beer at the moment. No, I haven't, but they are close by. As soon as, uh, as, soon as we finish this segment, I'm going to pour a big tall one and, and you're on. We are, we are responsible for a lot of drinking problems because of the show, because our guests get on it. Oftentimes we hear the glass with the with the, 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 the clinking, clinking yeah. of, the, of the glass. That's okay. Of the ice. It's encouraged. Loosen no, it up a little bit. It is encouraged. You know? 
And we even have yeah. a g- drinking game to go along with it. Um, so anyway, we, we were talking a lot. What, what was the question you were talking about, so, Dan? You know, I, I kind of, I, I'm sorry, but I ran us a little short on, but I just want to know what, are, you know, what are some of the most important things that Tuffy packs when he goes out on the road to cook contests? Besides the birds that are outside. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I started off in a French kitchen and, and the French have a term called mise en place. And, and basically it's to put into place, to be organized, to have your station set. And so I think um, being really organized, I had another friend who used to say, plan your work, work your plan. But for me, I think, you know, when I get to a contest, I mean, Barbecue competitions, uh, there is a, a, a mental factor in there. And I think if I can get to a contest and feel like I have everything that I need that's capable of winning, and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I have a plan and I work that plan, I'll usually have a better cook and my results will be better. But I think, you know, just to boil it down to something that, that really struck me one day in competition barbecue, I was driving all over the country, spending all this money, missing my son's basketball games. And, and it struck me one day, is my rub as fresh as it should be? And it just hit me like a, a ton of bricks. And I got to thinking about it. I was like, you know, I probably got cinnamon in my pantry, my spice cabinet. It's been there for over a decade. And, and I started thinking, all right, I'm doing all this, spending all this money away from my family. I want to have the freshest rub that I can have for every competition. And I think that us barbecue folks can, can buy large quantities of, of product and, and rubs will keep for a really long time if they're in a you know, cool, dark place. But I would just say to anybody, you know, and I don't care if we're cooking at home in our backyard or doing competition barbecue is to make sure that your ingredients are fresh and they have that flavor that, that, that just pops because we know competition barbecue is one bite food. So I'd say get there with fresh rub. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I mean, and, and you being a chef, you know, you know what, a lot of times somebody will be like, Oh, well this, this recipe calls for red wine. Well, you just don't want to go buy the cheapest bottle of red wine you get. It's what, all about, you don't want Boone's Farm no, on it's there? All, it's all about the, the freshness and the quality of ingredients that you're using in your recipes. Well, there goes my uh, mad dog 2020 recipe. Thanks a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't help you with that. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're killing your sponsorship. Opportunity. I know, right? <laughs> I know. It's, no, no, we're saying we're using it. So, <laughs> so Tuffy, this year, you, you and I were talking about about the Jack Daniels contest, and this is going to be your 11th straight Jack Daniels contest. Give, give, can you give our listeners an idea of how, what, how, what the Jack Daniels means to competition barbecue and just barbecue as a whole, really? Well, first of all, it wasn't my straight. Uh, it wasn't, I hadn't been, I, there's many a years, or not many a years, but there's years that I wasn't at, at, at the Jack. So, but the Jack, as you well know, is a really special contest that holds a place uh, near and dear in the hearts of uh, most competition barbecuers. The day of the draw, uh, it, it can be, I'd like to know how many times people are refreshing their browser, trying to see if the results have been posted yet. Um, <laughs> the atmosphere of Lynchburg, Tennessee, that town square, being in the holler, uh, is just really, really exciting. Uh, you know, this year will be a little different. We don't have the, uh, we don't have the, uh, shade tree division and we don't have the international teams, 
the international teams is always uh, uh, really energizing some of the different countries and how much energy and spirit that they bring to this competition. The volunteers of the Jack are, are, are really amazing. Um, going to Miss Mary Bobo's, going up on the hill. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a really special event with special people and a special community. Now, when you go to a contest like the Jack Daniels, is there is there a certain um, mindset or, or something you do different than, let's say, you know, something that you would do around your hometown? Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know. Besides so, drink Jack Daniels is what he's saying. That's a dry county. So, dry is it really? Yeah, yeah, sure is. Yeah. So much that's, for. That's just, that's, that's just water in my red cup. There. So that's much for Jack Black Yeti. there. That's, that's water in my Yeti. But, um, but uh, so I got lots of sayings. And one of my sayings is uh, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Mm. And whenever, whenever I'm cooking and competing in a world championship barbecue contest, I work my ass off. Um, I get hyper focused. I, I try and do I try and do a really great job wherever I compete. But I would invite everybody that's listening when you're cooking in a world championship, don't leave there with any regrets. Go there, be focused. We can we can have our toddies when we get back home. <laughs> I would say I'd say get down there and give them your best food because to win a world championship, to win the Jack is is uh, to win the Royal. All, all these contests, it's just a really special thing that'll go on your resume for the rest of your life. So uh, so when I when I get down, I'm, I'm, my next two contests are the Royal and the Jack. And when I get there, I'm going to have sharp knives, good wood, fresh rub, good meat, clean pit, and I'm going to work my ass off. Well, I'm I'm going to take a little advice from you on that one. I can't wait to to get to the American Royal and just buckle down. I, you know, we haven't been cooking a whole lot this year just because, like you said, we've been we've been busy with uh, with the store. The COVID's really it's made us really really busy at the barbecue <laughs> store. So I haven't actually got to get out and compete and. Done a little bit of practicing, but man, I can't wait to get to the Royal and and really buckle down and and see what we can do. Well, how great would it be to win the American Royal, the World Series of Barbecue in your hometown? It would be Uh, a dream come true. So just, you know, look, you got you got everything you need. You just got to get down there and and cook your best food and and put your best food uh, uh, on the table. Don't leave it on the table. Put it in the box. And, and and have have the best cook, you know. That that's 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 all we can do. We can't control anything other than what we can control. And so, just get down there and, and dial it in. You know, Tuffy, we will be cheering for Dan in the American <laughs> Royal. But here's the deal: if he does win. We don't have doors wide enough that we'll get his head through. <laughs> That's probably true. To record any more shows because we're going to have to refer to him as, you know, Mr. Barbecue you or champ. the king of barbecue. I mean, think of all the names, Tuffy. We'll have to rename him. He's already I, the look du- I, I can I can see him sitting in the chair with the with the crown on. <laughs> It's all about visualization. (laughs) That's it. That's it. And then we'll we'll just bring you along to humble him and you just show him all your trophies. When he gets to the store, he'll be able to, we'll just have to like, 
you, you, there'll be a standing line where you can just have your picture taken and have autographs. <laughs> well, we're cheering for Dan. We really are, and he, he's he, he's an excellent barbecue, and we're we're lucky to have him. So we've been talking with Tuffy Stone. Uh, you want to check out his website? It's tuffystone.com. That's tuffystone.com. He's got his barbecue team that we've been talking about, which is Cool Smoke, and he's been a judge on Barbecue Pitmaster five different seasons. Also a former Marine. Thank you again for that, and done some cooking for the troops in the past so again check out his website tuffystone.com we'll be back with dan hathaway we're gonna be talking about appetizers up next on barbecue radio nation i'm probably okay to have one more drink before i drive home i'm probably okay i open the window to stay alert Probably okay, I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. And our barbecue shout-out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits. They've got commercial and residential smokers, so please check them out. Oldhickorypits.com. And our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to KSEY AM and FM, 1230 AM, with 24 hours of sports and 94.3 FM playing classic country that's right classic country the good old stuff and you can check out their website at kseyfm.com servicing seymour and the texas rolling plains and you can listen to owner mark Alabob. we haven't talked to mark in a long time no we haven't actually i was just thinking yeah their their signal actually creeps into oklahoma too oh does it and i bet you anything a classic country station in seymour texas is probably pretty awesome huge huge i bet it's awesome they also the i know on the am side they carry the texas rangers too very nice baseball yep and again that's k-s-e-y thank you mark he was one of our early uh, additions to barbecue radio nation and we very much appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Salute! <laughs> anyway, it's time now for the Kansas City Barbecue Store Product Spotlight of the Week. And you can purchase these at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Dan, what do you got for our spotlight this so week? It's something a little different than, you know, your normal barbecue tool. So there's this phenomenon going on with beef tallow. Do you know what beef tallow is? That's why we look to you for the answers. Okay, well, I, this was just a Q&A session for me, basically. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so basically, beef tallow is beef fat that's been rendered out and and cooled down, and people use it in recipes. Okay. And so if you pay attention to Aaron Franklin, 
he kind of has spearheaded this beef tallow revolution in cooking brisket where they're pouring rendered beef fat over briskets when they wrap their briskets. Hmm. And so what we have, I brought it into the store a couple weeks ago. It took me a little bit to find the right, the right, um, the right actual product. Right. But we have, uh, you know, with just like the duck fat, the corn husker kitchen people have come out with a one and a half pound little tub of rendered beef fat. And it's, uh, it's great for wrapping briskets. You can use it in, in recipes, fry potatoes with it. It's, it's amazing. And now, would that help a bad backyard barbecuer like me become a better backyard barbecuer? It'll certainly make it look like you know what you're doing. <laughs> That's all I'm looking for, man. I mean, it's 90% of the battle. Just Especially look at, if I'm cooking yeah. for a woman. As I don't care. I just long, want it to look like as long I'm as doing you look something. cool doing it. You'll get some style points. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so the beef towel that we have, it's, uh, it's $19.99 mm-hmm. for a one and a half pound jug of it. And yeah, you can cook all the briskets you want. The thing is with the beef tallow, they're putting it on briskets when they wrap it in butcher paper. Do you remember when we had Travis Clark on mm-hmm. a while back and he said that he was spraying his butcher paper with water? Right. Just to make it a little bit more pliable. Same thing, but you're just putting more beef fat on it. That's what I need I to mean, be doing. Tell me how good does that sound? Plus, when you're all done cooking the brisket, you just wad up that uh, that paper that's soaked with beef tallow and you throw it in your cooker for the next time you want to start a fire. Oh, look at that. So, Dan, is that like liquid or is it is it coagulated Think like, about like when Crisco? You, when you cook a brisket and you put it in a pan and then put it in your refrigerator and that, that top okay. layer of fat yeah. solidifies, that's, yeah. what, that's what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. Did you send, did you say Cornhusker? Is that the Corn name? Cornhusker Kitchen is the brand name. Thank yes. you. Thank you. And you can get that at the Kansas City BBQ store.com, only $19.99. And we are helping you become a better backyard bar- barbecue, just like Dave needs to become a better backyard barbecue. <laughs> I need every tip that we're I can get. We're going to get you a bunch of tallow, and we're going to get you fresh rubs, and real good wood, like Tuffy said, next thing you know, you're going to be cooking the American Royal. Don't get him any goose fat. I'm afraid what he might do with it. <laughs> Soon my neighbors will be over. You know, we didn't, we didn't like you before, but suddenly we like you. Right. Oh, I don't have any extra meat. We don't like you again, so we're right back to that. So speaking of cooking and backyards and stuff, I was thinking this being summertime, might want to take a little break from the big brisket, even though I love brisket, and things like that. I was kind of thinking about appetizers. What's some fun appetizers that you could come up with? Oh, man, you name it. You know, any, you know, one of the, There's a lot of things that I like to do on the cooker, and doing appetizers or doing like small plate stuff is, mm-hmm. is so much fun because it, you're not out there all day long. You know, you're not exactly. tending to the pit all the time. But, I mean, just you name it. I mean, I've seen recipes uh, done with, you know, something as, as simple as like grilling off fruit and then okay. and, and making it into salsa. Like one of, the, one of the best things I've made was a grilled pineapple salsa. Absolutely delicious. You just char off the pineapple, add it to your favorite salsa recipe you have, and it just adds that, that little bit of citrusy, that little bit of acidic, and, and man, grilled and, and fruit, it tastes like summer. If you're doing that, do you also get a little smoke flavor to it, too? hundred percent. And that, oh, that's man. really why you do it. You're just layering more and more flavors on, on, uh, uh, in the salsa that you're, you're doing. I mean, there's a reason why they, they roast jalapenos whenever you, know, you do fire-roasted jalapeno salsa. It's, just, well, it's wonderful. Okay, so help me here. So you can actually do two usage of it. You could eat the fruit itself, and then you could also add the fruit to the salsa 
And oh yeah, oh yeah, man, you just you grill off a bunch of pineapple and put it on your burger and make salsa out of it. Love that. And so yeah, but I mean anything really. I mean doing bread out on the on the on the the cooker is one of my favorite things. You know, we'll do like focaccia bread in the in the Weber kettle on a on a pizza stone, and you just put your toppings on it. Serve that like you would breadsticks anywhere. Um, uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of different things. The, uh, nachos. The big thing is smoked queso right now. I think we've talked about smoked mm-hmm. queso in the past where it's so simple. You chop up your veggies, you get your your cheese ready, you put it in a tin, throw it in the cooker and just let it all melt for an hour or so. And you've got something that's a little bit different because it's a smoked queso, but and and you can for very little effort, you can wow a lot of people with it. Well, and that's what I was thinking, too, is, you know, hey, you have a few friends over and and maybe you're still going to do the brisket or something, but you just got that in the smoker in a different smoker and right. that's just doing its thing. And it's going to be a fun, long evening together. And I love that idea of small plates and the variety of the small plates, too. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have, you know, if you have the right setup as far as, you know, if you need a grill or a smoker, you, you can. There, it's so there's so many different things you can do in a small amount of time and in, in a small plate kind of fashion that you can really get super creative with it and create this whole entire spread with pretty minimal effort, really. Plus, the nice thing, you can kind of like serve the little appetizer. You have that. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> have, have your little cocktail and then you have wait a little while, have another. And then by the time you get to the brisket, you're not stuffed. Right. But, but you've had something to eat because I remember one time I went to this uh, wedding and it was one of those things where it was a long wedding, um, and we we went to the reception area, and then the people who got married went to go driving all over the city to take pictures. So we're sitting there, and of course we want to eat, right? You know, and but thank goodness they have an open bar. They, oh yeah, they had an open bar. Oh, that's all you need. <laughs> and 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 we found in the basement of this place there was a TV, and we were watching college football down there. There was about six guys down there, but they had these appetizers, and one of them was and help me here the, the cold beef appetizers. Is that tartar? Is that how you say it, or is that raw? That's raw beef. Oh yeah. no, it was it was cooked, uh-huh. but it was cold beef something. But I was thinking about that as an appetizer. I mean, it was delicious. Does that ring a bell over there? Not really, no. <laughs> Have you ever done? But I mean, cold roast beef is fantastic. Put on some bruschetta. and that's some, what the, I yeah, think that's what they exactly, did. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Or like little beef tenders that are cooled down. Yeah, that, those things are amazing. And, and you can use your pineapple salsa on them. But, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember that was our saving grace because by the time they finally got there and we started to eat and then it was still like 1030 at night and uh-huh. we were, we're just now getting dessert and we're like, well, we're, we're, we're getting ready to leave. And the guy's like, but we haven't had the DJ. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you didn't have those beef appetizers, you would be a dead man as soon as you walked in the door. One of us would have punched you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so la- lastly, we're running out of time. Just talk about one of my favorite things, grilled shrimp, little appetizer for grilled shrimp. shrimp. Oh, man. You know, grilled shrimp is really easy. And it, it you can make really good grilled shrimp with very minimal um, ingredients. You don't okay. need to go crazy and make, you know, go, go nuts. What I like to do a lot of times is I'll do olive oil, a ton of paprika, and uh, a little bit of a, of a steak seasoning. And then just let those marinate for a little bit. Grill them off real hot. And serve it on, you know, you can serve it by itself or with rice. And yeah, grilled shrimp and rice, unbelievable. Uh, that, that's 
Thank you, Dan. Thank I'm, you. I'm just, I'm really, I haven't eaten all day. I'm starving. <laughs> so, I mean, you could just say like dog food and tuna fish. And I'd be like, yeah, you can do that with anything. Thank you, Dan. Talking <laughs> about appetizers. Also want to thank Tuffy Stone for being our guest. As a returning guest, you can check out his website, tuffystone.com. He's also an author. If you want to purchase his book and help you become a backyard barbecuer, go with that. And uh, our August barbecue sauce of the month this month is Jones Barbecue Sweet and Tangy Sauce, 15 ounces. They're all natural barbecue sauces made with love. And, you know, a few ingredients. No, they have too. a pineapple coconut sauce. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's right. And you can check that out at jonesbbqkc.com as long, along with the Kansas City BBQ store.com. For T-Bone and Dan and myself, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. And as always, happy barbecuing. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.